boom, boom. Thursday, here we go. All right, let's start off with the game. No need to waste time. We're just going to play a game called uh, Guess That Sound. I'm going to play the sound. What do you think it is? Here we go. <laughs> All right, I'll give you guys one more chance. Here we go. Ready? Here is the sound. All right, now that could that could be all kinds of things. That could be a grocery cart. That could be a stapler. Uh, that could be a bird um, colliding with another bird. But let me tell you what it is. All righty? Spoiler alert. In three, two, one. That is the sound of a mega yacht hitting the dock. Somebody getting fired. That's one of those videos you see and you're like, somebody's done right away. You just crashed a yacht. And I mean, I guess if you have yacht money, you would also have money to replace the yacht. That's one of those things like, um, like it's the same thing when you see a super fancy, uh, like a Ferrari or something. You're hoping that that person at least has enough money where if the Rari gets wrecked, that they're not screwed. Cause that means you have that extra cash hanging around. But yeah, this is a video of, uh, <laughs> Oh my God, dude. Could you imagine, imagine getting a yacht, okay? Imagine having enough money. Think about how much extra you have to have in your life because the boat is the last thing that anyone needs. And even if you need a boat, it's the last thing that anyone needs to own. Do you know what I'm saying? You got a house, you got a car, you got trees, you got to buy cutlery, you know, dishes. It's all expensive. How much money you have to have to go, you know what? I can still go and then uh, maybe get a yacht. Maybe own a boat. That is insane. And then somebody crashes it into a dock. Furious. But like I said, again, maybe you're just like, whatever, dude. That's my extra yacht. That's so crazy, though. Ooh. All right, let's get another sound teed up here. Ready? You guys ready for another one? Let's see what we got. All right, here we go. Listen. You catch that? Let's try one more time here. Let's try one more time. Hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. All right, one more time. Come on, let's go. Here we go. Dial it in. Listen to this. This is a French girl trying to do an American accent. I think she nailed it. You know when you go down to the U.S. and they go, You know what's so funny is they say that English is the hardest language to learn. And you're like, is it though? It seems pretty straightforward to the rest of us. Now, the rest of us learned it when we were a baby. But... I just call them hippos for short. No one says hippopotamus. Whatever, dude. Let's get another sound in here. Let's go. Next one. Hmm. 
What is that, guys? Let's try. Uh, let's try it one more time, from the top. Here we go. What is this? Yeah. Boom, Cardi B. Cardi B, and that's the secret. You know what? I've been wasting all my time. Cardi B is huge. What did she figure out? She figured out you just gotta have something. You gotta have a hook, dude. You gotta have a hook. <laughs> that's she's figured that out. And that's the mistake that I've been making this whole time. Is I don't have a hook. I don't have a thing. That's all you gotta figure out. Oops. You just gotta have a thing. You gotta have some type of hook and famous instantly. Millions of dollars. That's all you have to do is come up with one little thing that you nail. Derp, derp, boom. Rich. Boom. And she figured it out. So good for her. That was kind of like, uh, you know, who's had the most fascinating career I've ever thought of was uh, little John. Little, jo little John. What an absolute hero. All that he did back in the day was he somehow he and this, that's what inspires me about someone like that is he goes all right listen to me listen to me all right i want to be a rapper but i'm not good at like doing a bunch of words you know what i mean i'm really good at saying one word and so it's going to be tough for me to break into rap because it's all about doing a bunch of words at one time and rhyming them but my, what I'm really good at is saying one word that doesn't rhyme with anything. So how do I still carve my niche into the industry? And he didn't give up. He didn't say just because I can't say more than one word within two minutes, maybe rap isn't for me. No, somehow he came up with some of the most iconic rap lines of all time, which if we remember, consisted of a single word. Remember? What? What? Boom. Millions of dollars because he came up with what? He came up with that, dude. Millions of dollars. He came up with what? Millions of dollars. And then just when you thought he was done, and it would have been easy to say, Lil John is done because he's dropped what? And it's huge. But yeah, what's the next one? What's your next word? And Lil John went back home. Word has it he went to the country. He spent time alone. He looked out at a lake. He looked out at the mountains. And he thought, who am I? What am I doing? What is my purpose? And he thought, what is my next thing that I can give to people? Something that could offer them the same relief that what did. And he came up. And I, I remember, I've actually seen the notepad. It's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. The Rock and Roll, the Rock and Roll, oh my God, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Nashville. They have the notepad of all the great writers in music history. They have the notepad of Bruce Springsteen, of Bob Dylan. You get to see where these guys wrote their songs. And they have the notepad of Little John, where he wrote his infamous lyrics. Okay. 
the notepad where he wrote the one word. Okay. Brilliant. Brilliant. I put him up there with the geniuses of our generation. And generations before. You had Einstein. You had Napoleon. No, Napoleon wasn't. You had Einstein. You had Galileo. Who came up with theorems about the universe. How planets work. Physics that have lasted. And and withstood the test of time. And then you got Lil John, Who came up with two words. And made millions of dollars. And that's the thing that they tell you. To, they tell you to go to school. Right? They say go to school. You got to learn math. You got to learn how to spell things. You need to learn. To be potty trained. And we just accept these things. And then you see Lil John Break the mold. My man learned two words. What and okay. And he made millions of dollars. So you tell me. You tell me. Who's playing who out here? Huh? Who's who at the zoo? Alright, let's get another sound. Oh, one sec. Alright, this one's going to be really quick. So you have to play. You have to pay really close attention. Ready? Here we go. Wow. What is that? What is that? Go and hear it again. Here we go. Ready? Is that one more time for you? One more time. Wow. What is that? What is that? Well, it's none other than three, two, one. That's our boy Owen Wilson hitting us with the wow factor. Wow. 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 Let's hear a couple more. Wow. Isn't it crazy that it just becomes someone's thing? Wow. Wow. That's what I'm saying though. This is the key to fame. This is the key to being successful in entertainment is you just need a catchphrase. That's literally it. All this time that people spend on being clever, coming up with stuff, waste of time, right? Remember the whole um the redneck comedy tour? You might be a redneck. Huge. Huge. Now actually, here's a very this is all jokes aside. This is a very interesting thing because Jeff Foxworthy came up with that, right? You might be a redneck. Brilliant. And that actually stuck with people and it worked so well that then Bill Engvall, God, I hope that's, I think that's his name. Hold on. I don't want to butcher it. Yes. Bill Engvall. He came up with his own thing that was called. Here's your sign. Remember that? Brilliant. So Jeff Foxworthy came up with, you might be a redneck. And then Bill Engvall came up with, here's your sign. And here's your sign was never as big as you might be a redneck. But that was huge, dude. That's the key to all of this is just have a catchphrase. Russell Peters, amazing comedian. One of the things he figured out was to have somebody's going to get a hurt real bad brilliant because then people leave the show they tell their friends so i got to come up with the catchphrase dude you know what's so funny is even um even uh, what's that sitcom with the you know bazinga right remember that bazinga with all the nerds or whatever that's so funny 
that that's one of the biggest shows ever. Bazinga. What is that from? Bazinga. Bazinga condo management software. I don't think so. Bazinga sock sitcom. Oh, yeah. Big Bang Theory. Dude, how? Here's the weird part. Big Bang Theory is like one of the biggest shows of all time. And who watches it? I'm not trying to hate, but I'm like, who watches Big Bang Theory? I can't even. I don't know if you guys are like me, but I'm like, I actually can't even watch regular TV anymore. Because you watch TV and then a commercial comes and you're like, what am I doing? Why am I watching commercials? This isn't 1998 or even the year 2004 and a half. Commercials are shenanigans. Get me out of here. I don't want to see this shit. So yeah, I can't watch regular TV. I can't watch series. I can't watch. Oh my God. You know what's so sad is I can't even watch uh, like sitcom-y stuff anymore. There's a, there's a new series with Kevin James and that's his, his bread and butter. Now, Kevin James was amazing on my wife. Oh God. What was he on again? God, this is the Google episode. Kevin James. Uh, TV sitcom. Let's see what was he on, dude? The King of Queens. The King of Queens, and that's a sitcom. That's a classic sitcom, ninety-eight to two thousand seven. That's exact. That's like the uh, the sweet spot for sitcoms. So yeah, he's used to that. He's used to the the setup, the studio. You say the you say the line. There's the the laughter from the audience or whatever. And so there's a new series that he's in on Netflix and it seemed super cool. And we watched it and it was the same setup where they play it. And then there's like this canned laughter. And I'm like, I can't do this. I can't do shows with laughter anymore. It's so weird. I can't do it because again, like I said, a couple episodes ago, we're moving towards more real stuff and more organic things. So yeah, I can't do the one that, uh, I think the, the day of the sitcom is over. I think it's over, man. I mean, how many new sitcoms are there? Because we're like, whatever, dude. You want me to watch a sitcom with fake laughter when I can watch a murder mystery on Netflix? See who's doing murdering? See real stuff? And by the way, so I watched The Cecil Hotel. And if you guys haven't watched it, then I would just say you can stop listening because I'm going to do a spoiler here. So if you're going to watch The Cecil Hotel on Netflix, just stop listening right now because I'm going to do a spoiler. But if you have listened to it, then here's what I want to say. And again, I can't emphasize enough. This is a spoiler for the series Cecil Hotel on Netflix, okay? Dude, I watched that and I'm like, yeah, we got catfished. The whole thing. They paint this picture like it's a big mystery. That this girl goes to this hotel and then she goes missing and they, they drag you through all of these episodes about like, oh, maybe she got abducted. Maybe someone in the hotel did something. Maybe there's something effed up with the elevator. And then at the end, dude, this is what irritates me so much is they, the whole thing was a sham. Part of the mystery was that elevator video where they go, um, the door stayed open, right? And that was for two episodes. They're like, was there something haunted? Was there spirits? And then in the last episode, they go, yeah, she hit the door stay open button. Okay, then why do we go through two episodes of trying to find out about that? She hit the button that keeps the doors open. That's a mystery solved instantly. And you're being disingenuous. You're lying to me 
by dragging me through two more episodes when you already know the answer. So don't lie to me. That's what I don't like. And then here's the biggest thing, though, too, is they go, she's acting all strange at the elevator. This is so strange. What could be happening? And then at the end of the series, you find out this is typical for her. She has, unfortunately, a mental illness, which is very sad, and I'm sad to hear about it. And she's been through these episodes before. So essentially, the whole mystery is not a mystery. The mystery is she stopped taking her medication, which again, they didn't even mention for the first four episodes. And they loosely alluded to the fact that she had to get her own room because of her roommates. Said she was acting crazy. And then in the last episode, they're like, oh yeah, she stopped taking her medication. She started having another... Um, you know, I guess they like an attack or whatever. Or she started, she sort of lost her mind a little bit. And then she climbs to the roof and jumped in the water. T- and you're like, yeah, so why did we go through all this? It's not a mystery. All of the evidence was here. We know what it was the whole time. She's, she was unstable. And unfortunately, the mix of not taking the meds, being in a place by herself, all this type of stuff. She just hit a point where there was no one there to help her. And she climbed into a water tank. Why did we even watch this whole thing? So that was frustrating to me where I'm like, they kind of dragged us along and they had the answers from the beginning. It wasn't an unsolved mystery. I feel like we got real catfished on that series, to be honest. It was still fascinating and it's still crazy. I think it would have been a lot more fascinating if those factors weren't there. If, If we really didn't know what happened and there was no rational explanation and there was no suspects or anything like that. And there was no, because I remember hearing about it back in the day where she ended up in that water tank on the top of the building. But I remember seeing it on YouTube years ago where they said there was no way a person could even get in there. So that was the mystery to me. And then you realize, no, there is. There's a hatch on the top. You can just move over and jump in. And then here's the other part that irritated me too, is they say that the hatch on the top was closed. That's for three episodes. They say the hatch on the top was closed so she couldn't get in. Which again, I agree. That's a giant mystery. How would that even happen? And then in the last episode, they go, oh yeah, we forgot to mention it was actually open. Someone just said the wrong thing. Dude, come on. You made, they basically made a mystery out of something that isn't. They made a mystery out of something that isn't. And I will never forgive them. They got catfished, dude. So anyway, it was still a fascinating thing and it's crazy to see. Now, I will say this. I've stayed in a very similar hotel to that Cecil Hotel. I stayed in one in Winnipeg when I played a comedy club there um, last year, last November. Yes, last November. And uh, no, the no, it would have been the, no, the November before, whatever. You know what I mean? When, when you could still perform. And... Uh, I Dude, I remember that hotel was, the Cecil Hotel reminded me exactly of the hotel that I stayed in, where it was like kind of, it was kind of historic and it looked nice on the outside and you could tell at one point this was actually a luxury hotel and then you get on the inside and nothing's been updated. I remember the elevator actually had one of those like tickers that goes across from like, it looks like that, uh, the hour arm on a, on a clock that scrolls across, which is cool if it's just a throwback to the past, but it's not cool if that's what the elevator is actually using, which it was. And dude, I can't even explain that hotel. It was, it was literally the shining. I woke up the one day there was blood on the floor. I think I've talked about this. 
Some lady cut her feet all over the floor. No one even cared. There was ghosts. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. So that's what that reminded me of. But yeah, dude, completely catfished by that series. And so I gave everyone a warning for the spoiler alert. And if you didn't intend on watching it and you got to this point, I would say don't watch it. Because you just get tricked the whole time. And I say, nice try. Nice try, Cecil Hotel. And that's all we got for today. Boy, that escalated near the end, hey? But happy Thursday. And, oh, dude, we got one more day till Friday. I cannot wait. Hope you guys have a fantastic Thursday. And I'll see you again tomorrow, of course. Bye-bye.